Today we open up our wedding series with a personal favorite. This is a topic we've done before and it was so much fun we had to do it again. Welcome to Bridezilla's. You're listening to Two Monicas in a Microphone, a podcast about nothing serious, seriously. I'm your host, Monica. And I'm the other Monica. Get ready to talk about anything and everything. I'd like to toot our own horn here though for a minute. You and I do a lot of show prep and part of that prep is verifying sources. So I did want our audience to know that we do try to verify the things that we talk about. And you would think, oh, you're talking about bridezillas. Do you, why would you need to verify that? Well, cause it's the internet. And I know sometimes we're going to be wrong, but we really do try hard not to be. And so case in point, as I was doing the research for this episode, I dug up a delicious story about a bride and groom having a GoFundMe to raise funds for their wedding. And then after they cashed out the money, $30,000, they announced that they would be postponing the wedding celebration and just use the funds for an elaborate honeymoon. And then they said that they'd reopen the GoFundMe later for gifts. Well, I heard this on one of the YouTube channels that I was watching and I was like, wow, that's insane. I need to see what happened. So I Googled some of the facts and then it came up that it actually was a hoax. Wait, what? What? Right. So I thought to myself, this bride and groom created a hoax. No, a website completely faked the story and put Reddit and then had everyone going to their website to get the rest of the story. Oh, so they were getting all the clickbait. Yeah. And so even now I can see so many different channels and articles retelling this fake story. But to be fair, it took a couple of weeks for BuzzFeed to uncover that it was a hoax and then show everyone how it was a hoax. So, I mean, I just think that this stuff happens. It is the internet. It is Reddit. It is YouTube, right? Right. So I would like to put a disclaimer out there. It may even happen today with some of the stories I tell because seriously, can these people be real? I'm so excited to see if I can tell who might be real and who (laughs) seems impossibly made up. Right. So I think that'll be a fun part of today is that we can comment if we think that this actually happened or not. Okay. So first things first, we're going to talk about cheap brides. I would like to say that it's okay to have a budget and to work within one. And I get that as I had to do that. And I'm sure you did too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but that's not what we're talking about here. We are talking about how beggars can't be choosers, but they sure think they can. We're starting with one of my favorite things, wedding makeup. And I call this. We haven't spoken in years, but do my makeup for free. Monica and I are going to do a little stage acting today, a little voice acting. Monica, would you like to be the bride or would you like to be the makeup artist? I'm going to be the makeup artist because I have been one in my life. Alrighty, here we go. I will be playing the part of the bridezilla and Monica, that of the makeup artist. Hey Janet, long time no talk. How have you been? Sorry to hear about your parents. Sorry I didn't get in touch at the time. So I'm getting married. Third time's the charm. And I'm looking for a makeup artist. Are you still practicing and would you be free? It's only a small event and I don't have a huge budget. Let me know. 
Okay. Ha ha, I see. How much do you think you can afford? My normal rates are 75 pounds per hour plus travel expenses. I'm sure I could reduce it a little for a friend, but I'd need my travel covered. I didn't know your wedding was that soon. Not sure if I'm free that day, but can check my calendar later. Don't think I'd be able to travel down for a trial. Like I said, Bob and I are setting up our own salon, so we're really busy at the moment. You really charge that much? That is a lot of money. I was hoping you would offer to do it for free, maybe as a wedding present to me. I could probably give you 10 pounds for your travel, but if you're coming to the wedding, then I don't really see why I should. I don't feel like you're being fair. I invited you to my wedding, which is only small, and I've said you could use the pictures you take for your portfolio. So I'd be doing you a favor too. Can't you meet me halfway here? Wow. I appreciate you. I don't even, I can't even keep a straight face. So the makeup artist responds, I appreciate you don't have a lot of disposable money at the moment. And if I lived closer, I'd try to help, but 10 pounds wouldn't even cover my petrol for the six hour round trip journey, let alone my time or product. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to do your makeup for you. If you want, I could send you some links that some YouTube videos that may help you do your own style. I hope you have an amazing wedding and a beautiful marriage. And... The bridezilla simply replies, You selfish. Wow, that's insane. Right. And that uh, makeup artist was absolutely sweet. And if you think about it, the bridezilla had not reached out to her when her parents died. And if your parents oh, died, that's the, the same... other part of the story. Yeah, the very oh. beginning, she's like, I'm sorry to hear about your parents. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, you know what makes these internet bridezilla stories even better sometimes? What? People's comments. Oh, like you're on my Facebook page. I'm only here for the comments. Yes. <laughs> yes. So exactly. So um, I love how this commenter summarized it. Hey, girl. So sorry your parents died a long time ago. Listen, can you drive 18 hours to my wedding to do my hair for free? You could stay for the wedding, too. But now that I've invited you to the wedding, you basically owe me a gift. So why don't you do the makeup for free and then keep the gift around 100 bucks and we'll call it even. Can't wait. Nailed it. I will have to give an award here for the winning comment on this one, which was... I don't see how she got married three times, but I can definitely see how she was divorced <laughs> twice. That oh. is fantastic. They, those were some of the best comments that I came across in all of these. They, they were the winners. So the next one we're going to come to, I've titled. Hope wanted, highly qualified, no pay available. Monica, could you just share with everyone what somebody posted on Facebook? Absolutely, because I see posts like this all the time where I live now. It's really amazing. Oh, I'd like to clarify for everybody that when we're reading these, these people do not use punctuation or carry returns. So it's super fun trying to or read their brain dumps. Or correct grammar. <laughs> so you're just going to have to bear with us trying to read these. I'm sure everyone's familiar with those posts online. Let's see if you can get through reading this one without laughing, Monica. Searching for a photographer for my wedding. Here are my requirements. Must be willing to do the job for free. Must have at least eight years of experience. <laughs> Must be at the wedding all the time with no break. This is the best one. Bring your own food and drinks. <laughs> 
I do feel like this is something that Lillian, my 11 year old would write up because she would have no concept about anything. I think even Lillian understands transactional business. My (laughs) daughter, on the other hand, would not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I feel like this is more at kindergarten level. The next one, speaking of money, is called Now Accepting Cash, Check, and Bridesmaids. So here's an exchange that I found from Facebook, and I think it's a songwriter. Okay. And the groom, so this is more of a groomzilla, if you will, has reached out and asked if this guy would go ahead and write for free, basically, a -a one-of-a-kind song and perform it at his wedding. And he talks about he doesn't have a budget and whatnot. And I'm just going to share the way that he offers to pay for it since he doesn't have money. Lily loves you, and I'll get massive brownie points. And if you fancy coming to perform it, I'll take care of you. Bit of grub and a couple beers, and I'll put in a good word with the bridesmaids. I'm sure lockdowns got them wild like animals. All this for a customized, one-of-a-kind piece of music and performance. Yeah, so you're offering up other women's bodies to pay for it. Nice. Yep. He's willing to make the introduction and he's going to like wash his hands of the whole thing. My goodness. Hey, Monica, I know you and I don't like to beg. But friends, if you are loving this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. We're begging. Want more Two Monicas in a Microphone? Well, just follow us on Instagram at Two Monica's Podcast. That's with the number two. And don't forget to hit that share button and send this episode to a friend who might enjoy it as much as you do. And in the words of TLC, we ain't too proud to beg. So speaking of begging and money, this next section we're going to go into, I have titled, Give me money. And you have to say it like that because these people sound like children. So the first one we're going to look at, the bride says $35,000 from her parents isn't enough for her dream wedding. Okay. When I got married, the average wedding cost about 25000 average. So what kind of wedding was she expecting? I'm not really sure, but the father shares this experience. And this is what he says. He says that he gave his daughter a check for $35,000, just straight up gave it to her. Now, when I had my wedding, I had a budget and my parents didn't just write me a check. They were like, we will help you pay for things. We have a budget, but they were not dumping cash for me to just be willy nilly with. So she gets a check. So the dad goes on to say that his daughter believes that they should pay for the entire wedding, which is going to be around $70,000. It gets even better, Monica, or I wouldn't have shared it because these are the (laughs) top of the top, right? (laughs) Mm-hmm. He says that they have given their daughter approximately $300,000 since graduating from college for living expenses. I'm sorry, what? Uh-huh. Okay. Not to sound like an infomercial, but wait, there's more. <laughs> he and his wife also continue to give her $20,000 annually. Like just because? Just because. And they intend to continue giving her this money even 
after she's married. Wow. Yeah. So he said to her, Hey, this money that we've been giving you, if you actually save it, you'll have enough money for the wedding that you want. And then her reply was that that annual money is for her personal use and she shouldn't have to use it for her wedding. And he also said that combined, she and her fiance make about 220,000. And his question on Reddit was, am I the for not paying for the whole wedding when we can afford to pay. No, the answer is no, they can afford to pay. Girls never paid for anything in her entire life, it seems. Never. You created this monster. Oh, they can't undo it now. I bet you they they, ended up paying. Oh, they so paid. They so paid. I mean, can you imagine someone giving you $20,000? Then you saying to them the $20,000 that they earned, whether it be off of hard work or investments, but nonetheless, you did nothing for it. You get it as a gift. And your response to them is that's for my personal use. I can't be bothered to use it for my wedding. I have a friend who got married uh, when she was young and she married someone from a wealthy family. And she didn't realize that his parents were basically paying for everything, his rent, his car, his, his everything. She, She thought he had a job. So her parents paid $75,000 for her wedding to him. And then his parents cut him off because he was married. They got divorced six months later and she was stuck paying palimony because she was the one with the job. I don't think that anyone who can't make it, this is to speak to our justice system as we like to do. Mm -hmm. If you can't survive a year, there ain't no alimony. There ain't no palimony. I mean, months, please. Well, I mean, they were, they were separated after six months and then, you know, eventually divorced when exactly. the legal time limit. No. But, um, you haven't depended yeah. on that other person long enough for anything. That is silly. Yeah. Now, somebody who's given up their career, been married for 20 years. Sure. Right. What's our next category? Well, we are still working on these brides who think everyone else needs to pay for their wedding. Believe it or not. Of course there are more. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the only story. And I had to cut the stories down to the top three that I found. So a group member in Facebook somewhere, I don't know where she posts something and she says controversial, giving it that tag because asking this question is controversial. Mm -hmm. She said that her parents graciously gave her $30,000 as an engagement gift to start planning her wedding. That's quite generous. That is very generous. Absolutely. But her fiance's parents only gave them $200. Okay. She and her fiance were both a little disappointed with only getting $200, especially after probably passively aggressively saying how much it was going to cost for the wedding. That's how I'm imagining this went down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, The fiance's parents who are divorced came back and collectively gave them $2,000. So she posts on here saying... I understand everyone is in different circumstances, but I feel sorry for my fiance as there is such a large discrepancy. My parents worked hard and set aside a wedding and education fund from when I was little, and his parents are currently spending money on holidays instead of his wedding. 
Well, I mean, that that's a tough one because, you know, the shoe could easily be on the other foot, right? She's not entitled to the $30,000. The parents could have set it aside and been like, eh, you know, you guys make enough money. Here's, here's five grand. And then the disparity wouldn't be that big. And so is it really about the equality of the funds or the fact that parents are happy for their kids and contributing at all? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. And I feel like she doesn't understand maybe what it's like to have two parents who have split. I mean, they're not coming together or setting aside funds usually. Right, right. No, that's that's very true. And also, I mean, just doing a little bit of research into wedding etiquette and wedding protocol and everything. I mean, historically, it's the bride's parents who bring the dowry, right? Yes. It's the bride's parents who pay for the wedding. And it's the fiance's parents or the groom's parents who really just pay for the rehearsal dinner. Correct. Now, I will say earlier in her post, which was rather long, so I just cut to the good stuff. She said that her brother also got $30,000. Yeah. Her parents are just obviously very, very generous and they want to treat their children equitably, but that has no bearing on what the fiance's parents do. And she should just chill. She should. And maybe she looks at it as, because, you know, she says, I feel sorry for that money equals, you know, if someone spends money on you, that means they love you more. And right. And some people do feel that way. And honestly, gift giving is a love language. So you can't get onto her for feeling that way. So hopefully she got some good comments on this and some people helped her understand much like we just did that you're a little cray cray Mm -hmm. and money doesn't equal love. Right. Right. I like the headline of this next segment, rites of passage. That's how this bride looks at her wedding. I will in defense of brides and what you were saying earlier, I had the expectation that my parents would help pay for my wedding, um, especially as young as I got married. Uh, So I think that people thinking that their parents are going to pay for the wedding uh, is natural, especially if you've had other siblings and you've seen them be helped out, which in my case is what I saw. So I had the expectation I would be helped out too. So I do understand where people come from, but these bridezillas, they take what is normal expectation and they just amp it up to like this entire entitlement wave. It certainly seems that way. So this bride posts online that her entire life, she has been supported by her parents. I'm an only child and my parents have a net worth of a few million. If that helps. Net worth of a few million. That's nice. That's nice. I'm 30 now and they bought me my first house, car, paid for my uni, holidays for me and my partner, etc. And her partner? Yeah, goodness. I'm now working a comfy job with my dad as a partner in his law firm. Okay. My parents approached me and said they were going to not fund our wedding as we're both earning a lot and we have no debt. Uh huh. Her response was to tell them that it's a rite of passage for parents to fund their children's weddings. They are adamant they don't want to and they want me to learn the value of things. I think they missed the boat. I yeah. mean, honestly, like, uh, I feel like it's a little bit too late. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> She goes on to say, How can I convince them? Me and my partner are saving for our second home and don't want to spend the money on a wedding. 
So don't have one. Don't have a wedding then. Yeah. There you go. Elope. Yeah. There you go. Don't have a wedding. Easy mm-hmm. peasy. Oh my, I can't even believe that. But you know, the parents really, as I wrote on Facebook earlier today, a day late and a billion dollars too short. Like no, they missed, right? They missed the value of things lesson by about 25 <laughs> years. Right. Now, do you think that the story is real? That's the one thing about this particular <sighs> story. I'm like, come on. Is this a real person who really needs advice from the internet about how to convince them? Or is this satire? And I will have to say that's the one thing with social media. My cousin and I send each other posts back and forth and we're like, is this satire or is this person this crazy? It could go either way. I mean, some people are this clueless. Okay. So if you think of celebrity, like let's say Paris Hilton. Yes. I can see her writing something like that. Yeah. And you know what? If you have been adjusted to that type of living, I would think your parents paid for everything. You're 30. Your dad got you a job, pays for everything for your partner. Then all of a sudden pulls the rug and says, we're not paying for your wedding. I do see where this entitled bridezilla could be confused. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And like, why wouldn't you be talking about this like prior? Like, hey, honey, you know, we're doing all this for you, but we're not paying for your wedding. My guess is they've been wanting to cut her off. And, you know, some people are just, they can't. They're scared of their kids or they don't want to disappoint them or they're afraid to see them fail. As you and I know, we are parents. None of that is fun, but it is necessary. So that's our parenting advice. Thank you. You can all send us uh, your payments to PayPal through at to Monica's podcast. There you go. (laughs) So the final thing I have on here is not necessarily about the brides asking for money from their parents, however, asking for money from their bridesmaids. And I would love it if you read this social media post. So this is a self-care weekend sponsored by anyone but the bride. This is not related to fitness, y'all. I have nowhere else to ask this. Would going on my bachelorette party by myself be weird? Like, ask the girls to pitch in uh, any amount of the money they would have paid for their flight to even get to where I am for me just to spend a weekend pampering myself. I just have girls that live all over. They have kids, but I just feel like this would be easier and less stressful for me to do it this way. So basically she wants everyone to fund her self-care getaway. I do agree with her. It would definitely be easier and less stressful for her if her friends just paid for that. I mean, I would just pay for it because I would not want to be around her. Right. And what if she asked? I mean, I will give it to her. She at least was polling Facebook first to see if it was a good idea. <laughs> we don't have the poll numbers. Yeah. We, yeah. There should have been some poll numbers here for us to, to look at, but I will tell you this, there's likes and laughy faces on here as the okay. responses. Yeah. So I will, I will give her credit for not just thinking and then immediately doing some people right. don't, they just think and they do, but she, you know, she's doing, doing the right thing by asking. So but at least she's questioning weather <laughs> appropriate. Right. It's, and my two cents here is that that's not appropriate. And if you asked me to just give you the money that I would have spent on a fun girls weekend, so you can have an extra fun time alone and de-stress. No, but I will say that if one of the other bridesmaids came to me and said, Hey, we all can't get together. This is really difficult to get out there and be with Monica. And we wish that we could be. What if we surprised her with a weekend getaway of her own? I would absolutely be on board for that. Yeah, as yeah, a bridesmaid. yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. 
That would be totally different. And that's probably what she might need. And maybe if she just would tell her best friend she's having this thought, her best friend might be like, whoa, 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 let me save you for making a <laughs> fool of yourself here. Right. So, right. Yeah. And she obviously put this in some fitness group she's in because she's embarrassed. She knows she just, yeah. this is a dumb idea. She doesn't want her other friends to see it right. who might be bridesmaids. Right, right. Oh, so I'll give her a little grace. Okay. On to the next section, Monica, which is really exciting. Get geared up. What are we doing? We are playing games. Well, at least that's what the brides are expecting their guests and or bridal party to do. Yeah. No, like you literally, these people are asking you to do competitions to be part of their wedding day. Oh my God. It's the floor is lava wedding invitation. Oh my gosh. That would be hilarious. One particular bride, due to rescheduling because of COVID, she had to reduce her invite list and resend the invitations, which she did, but this time it included two 250-word questions on why they should be invited to the wedding. The guests would be chosen on enthusiasm. If you don't answer, you're not invited. And the sister refused to fill it out, so the bride said she can't even come, though she's already bought a dress and is a bridesmaid. The bride's parents said to just do it and stop being stubborn. They told that to the sister. Yeah, yeah, they told that to the sister. They didn't tell the bride she was delusional. And there's a problem <laughs> with a lot of this with the bridezillas. I'm like, these are monsters that that you have created by created enabling. Mm-hmm. When you give into people's delusions, the delusions don't stop. They just get bigger and bigger and bigger. That is one of the scariest things about giving into delusions and being an enabler. All right, so this next one I've titled... I'm not going to lie, y'all. I had a lot of fun making up these cheesy titles. (laughs) Come on down. You're the next contestant on my delusional fantasy. How much worse can it get? This one's my favorite. (laughs) All right. So bride sends this message out. Congrats. You've made it into the final round of the bridal party brawl. Currently, there are seven players left and only four spots available. Here's the current lineup. And then she goes on to say who's become the best man, the maid of honor, mm-hmm. groomsman number three, and the ring bearer. Now, I'm going to tell you this. The ring bearer, that means she has people competing. Competing. Oh my, yeah. Little children. So Little children. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what's going on. And in this little invite, not invite, in this little message she sent out, you can see that bridesmaid one is open as well as groomsmen and bridesmaid two and three are also open and the flower girl could you imagine your little flower girl competing and not getting it so it goes on that's not all the message is she says anyway to secure your spot in our wedding party the following things will be required A promise to host a party must be couples at a venue other than someone's house Your wedding gift must be cash or check of at least $500. You must buy me or my fiance, depending on which side you're on, a day of gift of at least $100. You must attend every shower, every party we have, and will be required to purchase a gift for each one with a value of at least $50. 
Okay. Oh yeah, it it gets better, but this next part isn't even the best part. Okay. You will sign a contract that holds you legally responsible for meeting all of our requirements and says that if you don't, you will be legally held to reimbursing us for the time we wasted and the stress of causing problems. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's a huge financial burden for someone who wants to just be at your side when you have the happiest day of your life and the unhappiest day of their home. Now, the kicker to this story, I mean, the, the story in itself doesn't need any icing on the cake, right? But it's got some icing on the cake. It is dripping off. The kicker comes when I'm reading comments. And so the person who posted this was the sister of the bridezilla. <gasps> Oh, really? Yeah. So she was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe my sister is doing this, you know? Uh Okay. So someone says to the sister, how many pre-wedding parties is she having? To which the sister responds, no idea. She isn't engaged yet. Oh my God. (laughs) What? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's insane. It's insane. I came across another one in this category before we move on. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a lot to go around it. I just saw the screenshot of it and totally stole it because I can't even imagine you're scrolling through Facebook, you're scrolling Mm -hmm. through Instagram, and you see a friend post this to a group you're in or maybe just their feed. And this is what it says. Anyone who spends $500 or more will get Get a seat at the head table of my wedding. A thousand dollars get you a bridesmaid groomsman spot. See you soon. Whoa, whoa. Like you are not the queen of England and I wouldn't even pay $500 to sit next to her. If anyone wants any references, go all the way back to season one. Yes. (laughs) Very, very beginning. (laughs) And you'll see why we think that. But can you imagine? I mean, what? What, what, what? I can't. I mean, yeah. (laughs) people. Oh, okay. So these last people clearly are crazy. They're making you earn spots at their wedding. But now imagine you've gone through all of this and you finally earned your spot at their wedding and then you're uninvited. What? Yeah, After no. you've already paid your thousand dollar deposit to be a, a bridesmaid? Yes. Well, no, I don't know about that, but these are stories about people who got uninvited from okay, weddings. Okay. I mean, excuse <laughs> Definitely. me. I promise anyone who will make you do a competition will uninvite your butt. Yep. Right now, Monica and I are going to go back and forth telling one doozy of a story. The first major incident was the bridal shower. Apparently, the bride's family or friends planned this, but C wanted to plan her own and have the bridal party pay for it. C tells me the shower will be in Georgia at a fancy restaurant and that each bridesmaid will be responsible for paying $600 for the shower. Holy cow. So she needs to have an open Wait, bar. Wait, Monica. Let's comment on this for a second. Okay. Commenting on this particular sentence. Bridesmaid, $600. How expensive is this shower? We can, we can calculate it based on the fact that she apparently needs to have an open bar, invite every woman from the wedding, and it must be at this particular restaurant. Like an open bar, that could easily be five grand. Because a lot of the restaurants, they have minimums, right? True. So like you're going to have to have a minimum $1,000 bar tab and they're going to cater the food. So you're going to have a minimum $1,000 there or maybe 2000 And if it's every woman from the wedding, imagine you're inviting 200 wow. women. What the heck? I know. Yikes. 
Wow. Okay. So moving on into, this is taken from a social media post. It's actually taken from Reddit. Reddit's amazing. Reddit is the best (laughs) and the worst. It is. Mainly the worst. C tells me she wants the shower to be really special and that this will be the main expense of the wedding and that everything else is really cheap. All right. Well, so reluctantly, I tell her, okay, and cough up the money. Then came the bachelorette party. Everyone would have to pay for airfare, travel, lodging, etc. And I was ex- a little bit surprised because the shower was the main expense, which hasn't even happened yet at this point. After these expenses, plus the dress, travel, and lodging to the wedding itself, I'd be out close to $3,000. Shut the front door. Well, so then there's the fun. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, we're really bad having a destination wedding. Like I felt really bad about it. But no matter where you got married, it was going to be a destination wedding. It's true. Because you were so spread out. I would have had to spend the same amount of money, possibly more to get to your wedding if you would have had it where you were living. And I think that that's true for Liz and it's true for Annie yeah. well, and, and parents. <laughs> and my, my grandmother and my aunts wouldn't have been there because they wouldn't have been able to do that, you know? So right. it was the best option, but I felt really bad because I had kind of a destination bachelorette party and then a destination wedding. And I felt guilty about that. In hindsight, I was like, Ooh, I probably could have cut the, the bachelorette party and done it at home. So apparently the final straw was when C asked the bridal party, if we'd be doing our own makeup or hiring a professional because this is a destination wedding in Tennessee and on a remote mountaintop with minimal cell service. So hiring a makeup artist would cost upwards of $500. And that's in addition to the already 3000 wow. So this bridesmaid goes on to post a lot more about kind of what happened in a group text. Okay. Bonnie, one of the other girls says, Hey, like I cannot pay another $500. Your question was asking us if we would like to do our own makeup. And yes, I would like to do my own makeup. Well, then the bride said, no, I want you to pay this 500. A big fight breaks out in the group text. Mm -hmm. Nobody was defending the girl that said she didn't have the money and they were all acting like catty little middle school girls. Okay. So this bridesmaid says that she and Bonnie assert that they will be doing their own makeup as well. And C says, this isn't an option because she wants us all to look the same. Furious. I stopped responding because I cannot focus on this anymore. Then C sends me and Bonnie a simple text that reads, I think because of what happened, things would be awkward at the wedding and that you both are no longer invited. But this will not affect our friendship outside of the wedding. Uh, baloney. So bridesmaid doesn't give in, but instead Venmo requests C for all of her money back. She declines the request, informing her that I made a commitment to her when I agreed to be a bridesmaid, which I no longer am. I mean, as you can see, this is paragraph after paragraph of a saga of what happened. And there's even more like the bride goes to her mother and backstabs her and like lies about things that have happened and then gets all victim-y and it's, it's just gross. But in the end, 
happened. This bridesmaid never goes to the wedding and she never got her money back mm. and she never made amends with the bride. Of course not. Well, how could you? This person isn't. No. Up next, somebody got disinvited for being ugly. U-G-L-Y. You ain't what? got alibi. You ugly. Okay, you are going to have to listen to part two of Bridezilla's, which is coming soon in our wedding series, if you want to see how this person got uninvited, plus many, many more stories. Yes, believe it or not, more stories, more Bridezilla's. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and letting us be part of your day, whether that's folding socks, driving to work, or getting in your cardio. We're happy to provide you with entertainment about nothing serious, seriously. Don't forget to subscribe or follow our podcast so you never miss an episode. If you're loving it, leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at 2MonicasPodcast. That's with the number two. Access extended show notes and more at our website, 2MonicasPodcast.com. Love this episode? Hit that share button and send to a friend who'd like it too. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode of Two Monicas in a Microphone. Awesome. That was fun. 